0: Hi, my name's Matt, and this is a podcast about life after the coronavirus vaccine. Welcome to episode 45. It's Wednesday, the 8th of December just after half past six in the evening, and we've just had another Downing Street press conference. Today is a day that, until this point at least, has been dominated by the story of a Christmas party in Downing Street last December, an apparent cheese and wine event that happened at a time when people across the country were giving up so much to follow lockdown rules. And whilst I could easily spend the whole of this week's episode expressing the fury and frustration that I and many others feel about this situation, I will restrain myself for now. As we've heard this evening, the evidence is clear. Omicron is here and we need to slow the spread of it whilst more is understood about it and whilst more people get better protection from booster doses of vaccine. This new variant of COVID-19 is, we expect, much more transmissible and may at least partially escape some of the protection that vaccines provide. It may also be, and our hope certainly is, that it causes less severe disease. But the early evidence suggests that cases may double as quickly as every two to three days. And so we're expecting a very large number of cases. And and there simply is enough that we don't know yet to urge caution, because when cases increase so quickly, we cannot wait for hospitalizations and deaths, indicators which take two to three weeks or more to catch up, because by then it may be too late. So from next week in England, we're being asked to work from home wherever possible, To wear masks in more places, including most indoor public spaces, entertainment venues, but weirdly not hospitality. And to show a COVID pass for access to larger events and venues. And to test daily if we're a close contact of positive cases. When it comes to mask wearing, I've made my feelings pretty clear. It seems so blindingly obvious and like such a minor inconvenience, that I think it's ludicrous we've not had wider mask mandates in place all along. We have fines for making our parks unclean by dropping litter, even if there's not a policeman on every park bench handing out fines for every piece of rubbish dropped. So to mandate masks in law seems so obvious, even if we're not able to enforce them in every place at every time. It makes our expectations and the value we place on keeping our air clean, clear. And they work. They really work. Research from Guttigen and Cornell Universities published in the PNAS Journal shows that mask wearing reduces the risk of catching COVID by 90% in some circumstances, whilst a study in the British Medical Journal shows that widespread mask wearing can cut COVID rates by 53%. So no complaints on masks from me and please wear one. I can only speak from my own experiences and I have been mostly working from home anyway since this pandemic began. I continue to do face-to-face teaching and workshops and these will certainly continue throughout this plan B. Although we'll see what the situation is in January and if some kind of plan C is needed, which impacts this. Vaccine passports, I really don't know all that much about. Large events that need them and a night out at a club, I mean, just feel so like they're not on my radar right now. I guess if they can help, then great, particularly if they encourage vaccination take up. But I don't really see how that can be the case if you can just put a lateral flow test result in there instead. I know other countries, America in particular, have really pushed forward with vaccine mandates in workplaces and the like. But I can't speak to what effect that has. So it's plan B for us here in England. And I think for the first time in a long time, things feel much more unstable and uncertain. But I do feel much more boosted in confidence to continue with life thanks to my booster vaccine And unlike back at the start of the pandemic when we were wondering if we need to wash our shopping and quarantine our letters for two days, we have so much more knowledge in our arsenal about what can help keep us safe. I myself have built up little habits of things I barely think about anymore. Walking into a room and opening the windows, putting on a face mask as I leave the house or at least when I walk into a shared indoor space having some hand sanitizer around just to keep my hand hygiene good throughout the day. Things which mostly I don't have to think about and which we know are effective. I know lots of talk is about, quote unquote, learning to live with this virus. And generally, people who use that phrase use it interchangeably with, quote unquote, forget about this virus or, quote unquote, do nothing about this virus. Whereas for me, I feel like learning to live with COVID has been about finding things I can do to help keep myself and others safe, whilst letting them get in the way of life as little as possible. Masks, fresh air, clean hands, all very easy. And with most of the general public, a little bit of extra space is a very desirable outcome, regardless of the status of the pandemic too. It certainly feels like for the first time in a while that I'm not so sure I know how to live with this virus as I once was. It feels like all this uncertainty around Omicron is adding to a more general sense of uncertainty and worry. And it comes at a time when we're heading into Christmas, a time of year that already can feel quite high pressure, but that after the disappointment of last year's, Feels even more precious and valuable and therefore the pressure to not F it up is even higher. So I'm not sure I have too many answers. I'm sure they will come over the weeks ahead, but I know I'm feeling a little extra cautious and thinking about keeping my eyes on the prize of getting to celebrate Christmas with the family this year. And if that means being a little extra cautious, even a little too cautious, but just for a few weeks in other areas of life, then so be it. It's worth it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed it, you can follow the podcast on Spotify, podcasts or your podcast player of choice. You can find the podcast on social media at lifeaftervax, V-A-X on Twitter and Instagram. And if you'd like to reach out for a more meaningful connection, you can drop me an email. Hi at lifeaftervax.com. Until next time.